Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we're here with a holiday edition of our show as we are nearing Christmas here in in the world. It's it's exciting. I love Christmas season. It is my uh, it's my second favorite holiday just behind Halloween, but I, I love Christmas a whole heck of a lot as well. So I am in the Christmas spirit. We've got all of our Christmas shopping done. We're getting ready for our voyages over the holidays. Randy, how are things going in your neck of the woods for the holiday season? Cold. Very, <laughs> very cold. Good. Okay. Well, that's all you, that's all you got. You don't want to give us a Christmas update? Oh, well, I mean, it's good. We're, we're all very merry and bright and, uh, and happy and healthy. So we're, we're all good. All right, Kevin. How, is, uh, how, how do you celebrate Christmas over there in the Big T? Oh, wow. Well, first of all, uh, depending on where you live in Texas, it's either really cold or not really cold, depending. Uh, we're typically in the not really cold area down in Houston, um, but it is about to get really, really frigid uh, here at the end of this week, just leading up to Christmas. But, um, man, we're we're just really, really excited. I'm, I'm excited to... Uh, be with family and and uh, celebrate Christmas. We it definitely is our favorite time of the year. So, lots of fun. Excited to be here. All right, we go. So we go from somewhere that might be cold to somewhere where I know it's cold. How are things in Pennsylvania, Charity? <laughs> things are cold. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it it's cold, but I I think that you know that adds to the whole feel. Um, you know. It, Pretty much everything green is gone, and so we can see Christmas lights for miles and miles, and it's just, uh, I don't know, it's its nice. It's cold, but it's fitting, so it, at least it feels like it's on purpose. Yeah, it's been a, uh, so it, it's been a crazy Christmas here. It, I mean, it was like 50 degrees this afternoon where I live, and so I was able to run outside. It felt really good. Um, then uh, Randy's looking at me quizzically. I only live about an hour south of Randy, but it, it was 50 degrees. I ran in it. I, I assure you. I, uh, of course, I ran earlier today. I didn't run right now. Uh, and it's uh, our Christmas lights stopped working on our house that we put on our house. Then none of them are working. It's, it's disappointing. Now, Charity, what's the low at you know Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, that that the weekend here? Uh, I. I think when I looked at the app earlier, it was two. Ours is zero in Middle Tennessee. <laughs> Wait, crazy. It's, what? Okay. Wait, it's zero degrees right now? No. Uh, on Well, on on Friday, on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Oh, okay. Below okay. in that period. I mean, if you believe the, if you believe the Apple app, you know. Okay. All right. So let's yeah. get into our show here. Uh, we'll talk more about Christmas next podcast, I'm sure. But in this show, we're going to tell you eight reasons why you should go to Disney over the Christmas holidays. Christmas holidays, including Christmas and New Year's. And then eight reasons why you should not go to Disney World over the holidays, Christmas and New Year's. So we've, made, we've covered this topic quite a few times on our show. We've told you 
some harrowing things about going to Disney over the holidays. We told you if you're going over the holidays, when to go uh, and when to avoid. And we, we may get into some of that. We may not. But each one of us is going to give you two reasons why you should go to Disney over the holidays first. So what, what Kevin, what are you not shaking uh, your head? Well, about? well R- Randy, Randy is sending. Now he's sending through proof that it is going to be zero degrees. And I'm looking at it going, wow, that's ridiculous. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what we were talking about earlier. I thought he was naysaying my, that it was 50 degrees today. I didn't know. He was future forecasting. I didn't know he was giving us the five-day forecast. Well, I got so, us off track. I apologize. No, that's that's perfectly fine. I, I the only the disadvantage with Zoom is that I can see you guys, and it, also my hair is in a really difficult stage of life, and I've been messing with my hair because I can see it this whole time. It's it's just so difficult. The person who, anyways, y'all can see. It's just horrible. All right. Anyways. We're going to get back to why you should go to Disney World over the Christmas holidays. I would consider the Christmas holidays starting around December, you know, December 1st. Um, Disney certainly has their Christmas stuff up by that time. So who wants to start us off? Oh, oh, we don't, I don't really have to ask. Charity's going to start us off. So Charity, you will begin and you get to pick which reason to go to uh, Disney over the holidays with. I, I I get so excited about it. The special entertainment over the holidays. Um, I know you guys know what my favorite is, but the candlelight procession, all oh, pretty much every bit of Epcot, <laughs> uh, their special entertainment, um, the storytellers throughout the World Showcase, and... Um, yeah, and candlelight processional. Those are my favorite, favorite holiday things in Disney World by far. But what do you love about the special entertainment? Because I have a feeling it's the Magic Kingdom. Uh, for me, it, Magic Kingdom, the Jingle Cruise is over there at the Magic Kingdom. Was that the one you were thinking I was going to say? Yeah, the, the Jingle. Oh, I, I was wondering if that was it. Yeah, it's for super Yeah, fun. I like it just because it's a change up of the original deal. And, uh, you know, they... It's more holiday esque, and I do. I think they do the decorations really well. It's a. It's not like somebody just you know went to Walmart and the day after Christmas and bought some stuff and threw it on the Jungle Cruise. That it's a really well done decorated uh, scenar- scenarios. They have well done decorated scenarios. What else are there? Is are we missing any special entertainment? I know we are, but I mean, obviously the characters, right? The characters are wearing different clothing. Uh, is that what you were going to say, Kevin? Yeah, I, it's one of the things I absolutely love is seeing all of the characters dressed up in their their Christmas garb, if you want to call it that. Um, they're just so festive. I mean, it is so fun to watch them. And it's like they're I, – I, I know that this is going to sound crazy to some people, but it's like they're happier during the Christmas holiday. They are – just the, the, the clothing that they're wearing is different, and they just seem – so excited to be there, and uh, I, I think that's one of the really, really cool things that you get. And it, it really kind of marries a little bit with one of my favorite reasons to go at Christmas time. But I'll get to that later. Randy, you want to chime in here on special entertainment? Or I think you guys got it. Okay, very good. All right, special entertainment, and that's you know we're just hitting the tip of the iceberg on that. There are other shows that they have that are 
uh, Christmassy. They change a lot of things over Christmas, but we'll get into that more. Uh, Randy, you want to take the second one off the board for us? Yeah, I like the decorations. My okay. favorite thing would be, uh, you know, I won't get too negative. We'll get to there later. Uh, but I would like hanging out in the hotels more than I even like hanging out in the parks. So I like the decorations of the Wilderness Lodge. I like the gingerbread house over at the Grand Floridian. I like all of that stuff, right? Um, even like we stayed one time in uh, Caribbean Beach, and I like the the Christmas decorations at Caribbean Beach. Like, you know, I think um, all of the hotels are decorated. I like the, you know, the oftentimes have a little carousel thing over at the boardwalk. Uh, that's a neat decoration. So there's just a lot of neat stuff at the resorts, and I like looking at that. Yeah, that's definitely true. And obviously the parks also have decorations and each one of them kind of has a different flair. Charity's all already mentioned that Epcot has kind of the round the world kind of flair with their de decorations. Um, uh, the Animal Kingdom is more of a Christmas in Africa kind of thing, which is really cool as well. Then your this DHS is my favorite, though, of all the Christmas decor, just because it's your 1950s vision of America, the the late 40s, 50s, early 60s kind of decorations all over that park, which is really neat to me. And then, of course, Magic Kingdom just goes all in Santa's Village. And we didn't even mention that Santa was there when we talked about special entertainment, but Santa Claus is at the Magic Kingdom. What Can you imagine a better place to meet Santa Claus? He's also, Macy's? He's also at Epcot back in the American Pavilion. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Kevin. Yeah, I think he trades off. Yeah, Kevin coming in with that hard-hitting information. Good job, Kevin. All right. <laughs> Kevin, since you gave us that nugget, I'll let you go before me. You take number three off the board there. All right. Well, for me, um, of course, I got I got little kids still. And so for me, the Christmas time just produces so many memories. Um, it, it's something that, that my kids remember. And because of that, I absolutely love it. Um, we, we love all of the, uh, you know, there's picture opportunities and there's just things that, um, I don't know. It's a special time of year in our family in general. Like Christmas time is, is a special time. And so whenever you marry that with uh, a place like Disney World that goes all in with all of the decorations, all of the entertainment, all of the things, uh, we just really love making memories at Christmas time at Walt Disney World. You're, you know, years from now, you look back and you'll talk about the year you went to, to Disney for Christmas. Like that's that's what like that year will always stand out to your family. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to chime in on the memories aspect of this? Yeah, I, I think for us, it's been, you know, I, I, I've got my nostalgia time from when I was working there, but really getting to take my mom and my daughter and going on, you know, going on different trips when we've been there for the holidays. I like thinking back to, again, Candlelight Processional, you know, which, um, which celebrity narrator we had and, oh my gosh, you remember the time we did this and we saw that and, um, and it's been fun, you know, cause I've got some young kids too. And so, um, in class when they go through oh different Christmas traditions from around the world and when my kids can remember oh 
Yeah, they, they did, um, you know, they did a story about um, the pickle in Germany. And it's like, oh, yeah, remember the Christmas shop and with all the pickles and the pickle ornaments in Germany? Or when they go, oh, yeah, we learned about, um, you know, the the crash in France. And like, oh, yeah, story, you know, Père Noël told us the story. And um, so, yeah, it, it's so fun to get to tie in all of those memories with things that we personally experienced and things that we personally saw instead of just like, oh, yeah, that seems like a fun thing. Um, you know, it's just nice to relive those memories whenever they bring things like that. Okay, up. so I have a question. How, do, do any of y'all do the pickle at your house? We We do. We do. And what's crazy is um, my niece, we, we always go to my parents' house for Christmas, and my niece was so worried that we wouldn't have a pickle at our Christmas tree, and we were like, fear not, young niece of mine, we have a pickle at my house, it will be fine. Yeah, I'm going to have to get on Wikipedia after this, because I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> no, no clue. No clue. <laughs> Randy, you want to chime in about the memories before we move on? Uh, I like memories. I think there are good memories to be made. Uh, you know, I, I am aware of people who uh, they bring all their gifts every year. They do their Disney family get together there uh, and just create, you know, those ongoing family memories. And with that, it's a, it's a good way for everybody to get together, especially if they come from different parts of the country to be able to, you know, get together. Um, so it's convenient in that way. Okay, so we've gone through our first three. Uh, we've talked about the decorations, we've talked about the memories, and we've talked about the special entertainment. So we have five more to get to, so here I'm going to give you mine. Mine is the weather. Here's, here's the deal. It's a mixed bag. We all know it's a mixed bag in Florida in December and January. You could go down there, and it could right now it's 63 degrees in Orlando, it could be 20. There's no telling. You just never know what it's going to be. But for me, as a, you know, slightly larger mammal, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big guy, but I'm, you know, I'm six feet tall. I, you know, I have some, some body weight. I get hot down there easy in the summer. So I don't necessarily love September weather at Disney. I like being able to wear a sweatshirt and, uh, you know, some jeans to Disney World. I just, it's a comfortable, thing for me i like i love wearing a jacket at disney world it's uh so fun so i personally i enjoy the cooler weather at disney World. yeah i think i will second that i will say so far for me we've done this in the order of my reasons to be there and um, in, in 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 december and christmas time so to me weather is a huge one um it's great and and it's potential like if I if I'm looking at my weather app, then you've got Christmas uh, Eve Eve Eve. Um, it's a high of 74, so it might you know that might even be warm enough to swim. Like it you know it it could be a warmer day, um, and so I you know, but it's not going to be the 95. It's going to be in the summer, so it so is a highlight do, for me. Yeah, so we're going to do this like a fantasy draft. So I, we're going to do this like the snake. I'm going to get to go again. Is everybody good with that? That sounds so good. So I, I will go again. And my second choice, 
will be as far as reasons you do want to go to Disney World. I'm going to pick the picture ops. I know this is very unlike me, and that's probably not the one you thought I would choose. But this is a time to get some magical pictures, some great Christmas shots. Your Christmas cards are taken care of for the next year. Even get Memory Maker. This would be the time to get Memory Maker and go all in on getting a ton of family shots over Christmas. Make sure you're hitting Santa Claus. Make sure you're hitting all the trees in the front of each park. Each park has a really awesome, huge Christmas tree in the front of it. I'd get over to Grand Floridian and get my picture in front of the gingerbread house. There's a lot of things. Even Winter Summerland Mini Golf has a great photo opportunity right there in the sled that's at the front of the mini golf cart park over there. Uh, we, we, in fact, took a, a family picture in that, and that was our Christmas card one year. So there's a lot of great – what did you say? We, we did Randy? that also. We did that also uh, about 10 years ago. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really good, um, it's a really good opportunity to get good pictures, which kind of plays into the memories as well. But I didn't think those were mutually exclusive. So that one's off the board. We have three more to go. We're going to go back with Randy here. Uh, no, it's Kevin. I think it's Kevin's turn to go again. Kevin, you got three more to, to go with. Okay. Well, uh, if if you listen to any of our recent podcasts, you know that I love sweet things at Disney. And so I, I'm going to go with food. I, there are so many holiday food options at Disney World during during the holidays. I mean, they've got special cupcakes, special cookie, cookies. Um, we're going to talk about something probably at, before we're done here of like specialty drinks that they have and all kinds of things that are um, just unique to the holiday season and that you're not going to get any other time of the year. And so... I think that it's a it's if you are in an enjoyer of food, especially of treats and those types of things, you're gonna really enjoy Christmas at Disney. So that's my that's that's my next one. I like it. I like it. I mean, for us, we we would enjoy. I mean, I don't know what you consider Christmas time, but we've often gone, you know, right as Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, leading up to Thanksgiving, which isn't really Christmas. I get that. But it's still you have the you have some of the uh, the, the setup is already there for Christmas, and uh, I will say we've had a dinner at the restaurant in the Magic Kingdom that's named to slip my mind the Tavern Liberty Tree Tavern. We've had uh, <laughs> we've had several meals there. That is like a it's your classic Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner. It's the classic Americana. Uh, mashed potatoes with turkey with your, you know, green beans and your mac and cheese and all the good stuff. So uh, I, know, I know they have that year round. It's not just during this time, but it's the best time of the year to go to that restaurant. Oh yeah. That and Halloween, you know, you know, back when, um, back is it a classic 20, Halloween meal? No, but tw yeah. But memory wise, 20 years ago, they would have Brom Bones in the lobby of uh, the Liberty Tree, and he would tell the Headless Horseman story. That was that. I wish Disney would do stuff like that again. That that's the kind of stuff I miss. Uh, all right, let's go to our next one. This was you, Randy. Randy, what are you going to choose as your second reason? I'm going to say the not so scary. No, excuse me. The the, the very merry Christmas party. Uh, the Mickey's very, very, very Merry Christmas party. 
Um, I will say this is number seven on our list of, of reasons to go. I think that's appropriate too. I think it is a reason to go. It's not the top reason. Um, one of the big knocks on it is you can get the same thing you're getting at the Christmas party. They do like every day during the week of Christmas. Um, so that's the knock on it. But what's great about it is uh, you have the little dance parties. You've got a special parade down the street. They've got snow falling off the buildings on Main Street. Um, there's, a, there's a show in front of the castle that's great. So, you know, there's a lot of good stuff about the, the Christmas party. And, you know, especially if you're doing the Christmas party, you know, I think they did the last two days this year was uh, December 20th and 22nd. And if you're doing it there, it's going to be a great way to get a reduced crowd, right? So they're going to cap the attendance to that. And so where it may be busier during the day, you'll have a uh, little more attention at night. Well, and on top of that, I mean, you're going to get lower crowds at, at, at the Christmas party because it is a special ticketed event. You have to have a separate ticket for it. Um, so the crowds are going to be lower. Um, so you're going to get to, you're going to get to do maybe some different things quicker than you might be able to otherwise. Um, and this is what I was alluding to earlier. You're going to get, you know, cookies and hot chocolate and and those those sorts of things um, at the party that are included with your ticket. You can get as much of that as you want to. And so, I mean, there are some fun little perks about the about the Christmas party that if that's something that you really want to do, I mean, it's it's Christmas time. It's special. It's something unique. And again, if it is kind of your one time to come and you want to make sure you see all the things at Christmas, it's a it's a good option for sure. There are some different characters. They will have different unique characters at this event that generally aren't out at most times. Generally, they'll have Uncle Scrooge out. Um, we've seen some some odd like characters, not not ultra rare characters, but characters that you know, like a Brer Bear may come out for the not so for the very merry Christmas party, or uh, or Abu from Aladdin may come out. Uh, so there there'll be some different characters that come out. Charity, you're up. You've got the last word on the why we go to Disney over Christmas. What is it? So, yeah, I feel like this kind of sums everything up, but there is just so much to do. Um, I mean, we all know, you know, there's always so much to do at Walt Disney World. You can never do everything all in one trip. But during Christmas time, there's just so much extra to do. Um, when I was there last month, one of the things that, you know, one of those extra things, right? So you've got all the extra entertainment in the parks. Um, but we went over to Disney Springs and going to see all the Christmas trees that they have out. They have, um, gosh, just the whole lineup of all the beautiful Christmas trees to go and look at. And they have you know, so many different foods to try, so many different entertainment items to see, so many different characters and different outfits that you want to see. Um, there's so many different things that you can shop for. Um, plus, I think, you know, it's a perfect time of year to have a reason to go shopping. So <laughs> that kind of adds to, um, you know, giving you reasons to do all the more things. So... I don't know. To me, it's it's extra that you just have so many different things to do than 
you know, that what you even have on a normal Disney day, which is already I'll put lot. the emphasis on different. Like if you compare it to Disney in the summer, there's just new things. There's it's, it's special. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the best parts of going at this time of the year. It's just that it's special. Yeah. And I think for a, for a person that goes to Disney two or three times, you know, or more in your lifetime, you're going to want to experience it at Christmas once. Um, same, I would say, for Halloween. Um, it's it's kind of the same deal to me. I know people have more of an affinity for Christmas, and, and the entire amusement park area is decorated at Christmas, while not all of it is for Halloween. Generally, only the Magic Kingdom decks out for Halloween. But uh, anyways, I think that's changing. Now... Let's talk about why in the world you would not go to Disney World over the holidays. And I think we probably feel a little stronger on this one. We gave you some rose-colored glasses, reasons why we would go to Disney. But I think every one of us would say, mm, not so fast there, partner. So we're going to go down this list and we'll start with, who wants to start? Does somebody different want to start or charity? you feel good about starting again? No, I, I think I can totally start. If okay, you don't let's mind. let Charity go. Go ahead. <laughs> so I, I have a uh, I have a personal caution that I have to do for every family that tells me that they want to go uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's because they think they're the only ones that have that idea and no one else wants to go that week. So I have to warn them that it's the crowds. This is the the busiest time of the year it's the best time of the year but it's the busiest and the crowd levels are crazy um right now the parks are capped because they have the reservation system but um but that doesn't mean that it's not busy it's the busiest time the resorts are difficult to get in rooms because it's so busy that it's hard to get rooms um, and even Disney Springs is packed out and really busy. Um, you mentioned mini golf earlier. That's packed out and really busy. So many things that you would normally just be able to walk up and do. There's a whole bunch of other people that thought the same thing. And they also want to just walk up and do it. And um, just the crowd levels, they are their own whole different thing. Um, so... That's something that I definitely try to be aware of this time. Of and year. it's not just the fact that it's, that it's, you know, the crowds affect everything. So your lines are longer. You're when you're trying to push, you know, your child in a wheelchair or a stroller through the streets, there are people literally everywhere. You want to grab a quick bite. Well, that's almost impossible because the line, even for egg rolls is going to be two hours. It's like a, it's a massive change. You have, you have to be really prepared and aware for how you're going to tackle the lines when you go this time of year. And the closer to Christmas it gets, the busier it gets day by day, starting around, I would say, the 15th or 16th of December, slowly escalating all the way to January 3rd or 4th. That's generally when the crowds will finally die down. Randy, do you have a the parking lot's busier. The buses are busier. The monorail's busier. Like it's just all, it's just all harder. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Anyone else want to comment on the crowds before we go to Randy with number two? And I can already tell you what our financial advisor, well, Mr. Randall I don't know J. That you, Whitman. I, I, I'm going to save that for somebody else because I want okay. to chat because I want to mention just kind of the, the family situation, right? The family issues. And okay. when, we, when we say going at Christmas time, it's, you know, it's tough to, to really measure what that is. Are we talking, you know, is the weekend after Thanksgiving, is that Christmas time, right? Is, is the first three weeks or, you know, two weeks of December Christmas time. You know, as far as Disney goes, it's going to be decorated like it is. So Disney's celebrating Christmas time then. And so that would be great and probably less busy. But then how are you going to get your family to go? If you've got kids in school, they don't want to get out of school. You don't want to take them out of school then. If you've got kids that are taking exams, they can't, they can't miss those exams. So that's difficult. You're getting, um, you know, it, if you go every year to Disney at, at Christmas time, then it's your family's thing. Go for it. That's fantastic. But if this is the one time you go, now you're messing with everybody's traditions. Um, you're also messing with, you know, like say it's your family that's all going. Uh, meaning your extended family, your mom and dad, your siblings that are all going and all the grandkids are all going. Well, what about your spouses? The, you know, there's a tradition there too, right? You, so you probably did Christmas morning with your family, but Christmas Eve with their family. Well, now that's messed up. So maybe that's great. Maybe you love that. But, but for some families, that's going to be difficult. So it's just, I think it's a, it's a very busy time of the year for families and having, you know, Oh, well, we'll just carve off a week of our normal busiest time of the year to go do something else is a difficult thing to try to do. Yeah, I'm surprised that one came in at number two. These, these aren't necessarily ranked in order, but that is something to consider because, you know, I, you know, our family has a very rich tradition of meeting on Christmas Eve. And anytime one of the significant members of our family doesn't bring their nuclear family, it, it loses a little. And people miss Cousin Gary, you know, and his family. And they wish they'd be there. And, and my sons miss their cousins. And so, it, and sometimes that can lead to uh, some interesting family dynamics. So let's go with Kevin. I think, the, to me, the biggest one is still on the boards, aside from crowds. Like, crowd is number one. There's no doubt. But I think number two is still out there. Kevin, are you well, going to pick it up? I'm, it's going to go off the board. The low-hanging fruit is there. Okay. It's waiting. Okay. It's ready. And that is just the cost. I mean, look, if you're going, there's no low time at Disney anymore. We all, we've talked about that for years. There, there's no low time to go at Disney. But we have a tiered pricing system based on what Disney considers to be a peak season or an off time and this is the peak of the peak and this is the peakiest it's the peakiest that's right <laughs> and charity already mentioned that the you know the reservation system's maxed out but look uh, it, they they jack prices up during this time of the year not just on the price of the tickets they do it on the price of the hotels now guess what they do it on the price of the parking they do it on the price of the um of the extra Disney Plus, not the Disney Plus, 
The Genie Plus, Plus is more expensive. Dining. The um, mm -hmm. the lines for the uh for the really great rides are more expensive. The food is more expensive. Everything is just more. Oh, flights more expensive. Everything is more expensive to do this trip at Disney during Christmas. Hey, and I, I'll give you proof. I just priced out uh, a hotel room for the end of this season because we always go, you know, right when this season ends. So the official end of Christmas with January, I think the pricing ends around January 3rd. The hotel, I won't tell you which hotel, they priced me at 334 on the 3rd, or no, 444 on the 3rd, 334 on the 4th. So that gives you an idea about how much they crank it up and crank it back That's down. 25%. I mean, it's <laughs> when you start when you start amortizing that out over three kids, two kids, however many people you got in your family, especially if you're doing this, you know, once in a lifetime with a whole extended family and you got 15 people going, it this is going to be the most challenging financial time to go to Disney and you already see in in the low traffic times uh, again those don't really exist the people wearing these silly shirts most expensive day ever right you've seen them all over the place and i'm like now now you're you're just exponentially taking that to another level and when you have this idea of i'm going to go to disney it's going to be wonderful we're going to get to do all the things and have all the fun First of all, you're paying a premium, and so you have higher expectations, and you have higher crowds, which we've already talked about, and so you're going to actually get less done. And so I think that there is the concern of I'm just not getting my bang for my buck, you know? You are you are launching into mine. Stop. Sorry. Stop I'm it. Done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Bad. Bad, Kevin. He was, he was segueing yeah, for you. Come on, man. <laughs> Okay, number four is unrealistic expectations, which is one of my big pet peeves uh, here on the show because um, what we tend to do is we tend to get a picture of what it's going to be like in our head, and the reality sometimes cannot match what we've envisioned. Our dreams don't often match our realities. And so, you know, watch the commercial where Mickey's greeting you as the snow falls and his holiday gear attire and he's hugging all of your children individually and you're not fighting a line to see him. And he's right there at the door, not, you know, surrounded by people trying to see him. And, and it's just, it, everything that we've talked about to this point, like the crowds and the money and everything, it makes it a lot more hectic. It just does. And, the odds of it meeting your wonderful Christmas expectations and Christmas is already a time of year that we kind of, you know, mythologize. Like we kind of want to make this magical festive thing and we put an, you know, almost a, uh, a weight to it or a, an importance to it that sometimes we just can't match. So I don't, I don't want to wax on it too long, but I, w I will just say, be very careful about that. Have realistic expectations. Know that the lines are going to be long. Know that it's going to be like that. So we're going to bounce off of this one. I'm going to go into, I guess, oh, I get to go back to back. I forgot. That's that's the way we were going to do. Um, you know, I'm going to go one similar uh, because this is the other one I think is, is a thing. 
if you go to Disney and it's your once in a lifetime trip, most of your pictures, most of your memories are going to be Christmas Disney stuff. And it's not going to be your normal kind of Disney experience. If you're wanting the typical Disney World experience, then that this this is it, yes. But you're going to get the Christmas version of everything. So you get the Christmas Jungle Cruise. You don't get the original Jungle Cruise. You get uh, the Candlelight Processional is there. I mean, th these are good things, but they're also things that aren't traditionally there. The you're parade's different. different. Parade. Yeah, you're getting a different parade. You're not getting the same shows. You're not getting the traditional Mickey Mouse. Mickey's not going to be wearing his red pants and his black, you know. So if you've got these, like Donald's not going to be wearing his sailor's outfit. If you've got these visions of what Disney should be, it may not match up to it. They may have the castle decorated up like a, like a you know, like a Christmas tree or whatever. Um, it just is not going to be the same. No, I, I completely agree. I think that, um, I, again, we we see the, the the commercials about Disney and what you see in those things are they're just going to be different. And and that's not necessarily always bad. But um, again, you're you're what you think you're going to get is probably going to be different uh, if you if this is your first time to do it. For sure. Yeah, the same thing's true in the lobby at some of these hotels. I, you know, the great thing with the gingerbread house and the carousel and the all that. But the bad thing is now people are coming to your hotel to to look at all of that. And so now you've brought all these new crowds into your hotel, and it's just it's not going to be the regular lobby. It's going to which is which is great, but it's also not great. Yeah, yeah, all that. You know, all that is definitely true. And I was I was thinking about just like even the music, like they're they're going to be playing Christmas music everywhere you go for six or seven days of your vacation. And man, that gets old. I'll tell you that it, it I, I love Christmas music, but it's the same everywhere you go. Uh, all right. So who is next? I guess it goes back to, to Kev. Kev, yep. we got three left. You know, here th just before we get into that real quick just real quick pricing crowds are so big <laughs> like all of these others kind of feel like dwarfed by them but we, we've got some more. we've got some more. okay kev yeah well they they all just kind of melt into the same two categories of pricing crowds if you really think about it which is the one that i'm going to go to next cherry already already alluded to it and that is reservations are difficult to get because there's so many people there all trying to get reservations for food, for hotels, for uh, the lightning lanes, for everything that you are trying to do that you have to have a reservation for, they're going to be difficult to get. And oh, by the way, a park reservation is going to be difficult to get. You are not going to make a spontaneous trip to Disney at all during Christmas. It's not going to happen. You cannot decide that this is just something that you're going to try to do and, oh, it'll be great. Because if you call charity up and say, can you book me, uh, you know, a place at, at Christmas during, you know, it's just not going to happen. They're just not available. So reservations are so difficult to get to at this point. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's disappointing because, you, you know, you want to be a certain place. You want to to have the room 
you know, the, 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 the suite or whatever it is, the villa where everybody can stay in the same place and we can have breakfast together. Those are long gone. Like if you want that, you better be booking that 12, 11 months in advance. All right. Let's get to our next one, Randy. You just go All ahead right. and launch into I, it. I, I'm, I'm going to do it. Um, weather. I, I mentioned weather on the, on the positive side, and I said, you know, here are just uh, Christmas EVV. It's a high of, seven, of 74. It's a beautiful day, low of 61. Great day to visit the park. What I didn't tell you was that on Christmas Day, it's a low of 31 and a high of 47 this year. So, like, it can be cold. It can be wear a coat to the theme park cold. It can be where you don't get to swim the entire time because, well, there's some crazy eight-year-old out there swimming. But <laughs> the rest of us, you know, the majority of the people are not swimming. So it, the, the weather, it can be perfect, but it can also be far too cold. Um, and some of us are of the belief that, hey, I'd rather it be too cold than too hot. At least I can put on a coat. But there's only so much I can take off, right? And, so, and as adults, we're kind of okay with that on some level. But once your kids start getting cold, and it is miserable, and there's not much you can do about it, and they just want to be done, they want to leave, and you're like, no, we paid so much to be here, and so... You know, I do think that the weather can affect everything. Um, and, uh, it, you know, now we're not talking about heat and rain. We're talking about just cold and cold. And <laughs> it's tough sometimes. I have been at Disney when it snowed. I have actually been at Disney World with snow coming down. And there were people in the pool. That's uh, just, it's just going to happen. We, we were at the Contemporary that year, and they must have been Canadian or Icelandic. But they were they were out in the pool, like having a big old time too. Like, like they didn't care at all. All right, let's go to charity. Let's get our last reason not to go to Disney World over the holiday season. Uh, yeah, and you know what? It actually ties right in with the weather. Is just transportation. It's you know it's unreliable. It's problematic. Um, flights are bad enough on good weather days, uh, let alone there's probably a winter storm somewhere that could be messing up your transportation. Even if there's, you know, a snowstorm on the West Coast, uh, that could hit the flights that are your airplane is coming from over there. And so now yours is delayed and that pushes back your trip or you know, it could be snowing where you are. Even if you're driving, you know, that that could be a day or a couple days drive. And if that's with not great weather, which is very likely in this time of year, uh, it's just, it's something that I don't look forward to, right? I look forward to being there at Christmas. I do not look forward to traveling there at Christmas. Um, it, it's just not a fun time of year to get on an airplane. Um, you know, you're usually sitting there while they're doing the de-icing process on your plane ahead of the trip or, um, or to drive there in this time of year. It's, 
especially from the Northeast, it's rough. But Todd, you make the drive all the yeah, time. Yeah, well, let's, let's even mention this. It's also flu season. I mean, it is also a time of the year where people get sick easier and more often. And being on a plane with 200 people, um, if two or three people on that plane have the flu, then uh, all right. Well, game on. Game on at Disney. So I, I don't know how many – we generally – somebody generally gets sick in our family. Uh, I th- we're, we're not being great stewards of Disney's legacy today, but but I, usually somebody in our family gets sick at some point after our Disney trip, sometimes mm-hmm. during. And it's usually just because they come in contact with so many germs at the parks and stuff. And, and I know this doesn't necessarily fit under the transportation bag, but it was the convenient way to put it. Now we've given nine reasons not to go over this time of year. Kevin, you've got one last question before we get out of here. We yeah. did give some, we gave some solid reasons to go. So we're not being overly negative. If you want to go for your Christmas adventure, that time you went to Disney over Christmas, definitely do it. There's ways to do it. And, you know, one thing you could do is listen to some a podcast we did last year, which was primarily positive, where we gave you suggestions on just how to do it, if you're going to do it. Kevin? Yeah, well, you, you've you already answered my question. I want to know what, what uh, Randy and Charity's answer is to this. But so at the end of the day, is it worth it? Is going at Christmas worth it to you? Uh, Todd, You, I just heard you say that, yes, just do it. If you want to do it, then do it. But, Randy, what what do you, you say? You heard me say that, but my answer is actually no. I wouldn't okay. go for Christmas. <laughs> well, that's I what would. I said. <laughs> Again, it depends on what you call Christmas. If your family situation means you can go between the 10th and the 17th of December, I say go for it. It's great. Um, I will confess this year we're going to Disneyland on December 31st and we'll be there for two days. We expect it to be crowded. It's going to be awful, but it's going to be great. And it's, it's our, it's when we're there. So it's what we're going to do. So despite the fact that I, I would say, no, don't go, we're going and it's going to be okay, but it's proper expectations. I think that's a big part of it. Oh, Randy, you have to go to California Adventure on the 31st because I just want you to tell me what it's like because that place <laughs> is going to be chaos because it's, it's it is the crazy step-nephew of Disney parks where, <laughs> where 20 to 30-year-olds go to dance at night. Well, Man, we're actually place. going uh, – we're landing on the 31st. We're going to the uh, parks on the 1st and the 2nd. But oh, okay. Well, but yeah, it's going to be, it's still, it's going to be crazy busy. So I'm doing what I would say not to do. But like other people, it's, it's what fit our schedule. It's what we needed to do. And that's, and that's the other thing, you know, Charity mentioned people will come to her and say, Ooh, I got this crazy idea. I want to go when nobody else is going between Christmas and New Year's. But, um, you know, the reality is it's everybody's idea. But a lot of times it's the only time you can go. That's why people continue to do it. That's why they continue to pay the money is because it's when all the kids are out of school at the same time. Everybody has time off work. It's, it's when, you know, when, when the grandma said, hey, when can you guys go? It was the only date that lined up for everybody. Well, we need to shut it down. This has been a longer podcast, but I will say that there is also a window from January 2nd, 3rd, and 4th kind of area where you, you can experience 
slightly lower crowds and get the Christmas decorations. The only thing with that is you never know when they're going to pull the Christmas decorations down because they can, it happens overnight. Anyways, good podcast. This I felt good about this one. Felt good about this podcast. It was fun. You're never too old to wish upon a star.